You know, I'd like to go one week during this off season when there isn't so much damn drama going on with the Washington Commanders. Come on, can't we just have an easy week? This should have been a fun week. We should have been celebrating. We're cutting some dead weight, freeing up some cap space, and then more news about Dan Hits. God, if you can hear me, it's Phil. I've had enough. Let's talk about it next. He ain't listening. His phone's cut off. Got that great value uh, cell phone coverage. Let's go. What is going on? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is March 2nd, the 2nd of March, man. It's, it's just, we're just flying by with time here. The combine's going on, drafts coming up next month. It's like, there's almost no break. I feel like in the past, it's been, oh, football, we need more football. But I feel like this team is just an endless source of discussion and information and stuff. I don't know, but hey, it gives us good content, right? It gives us something to talk about. I constantly call upon the Lord and get his voicemail. Lord, if you're listening, help! Help! All right. Actually, yeah, you're right. There's so much going on now. But uh, anyway, Steve, let me know who we are. Left hand up. Who are we? The Commanders! <laughs> we are calling this one... You got to cut them and leave them alone. Episode 187 for your boys here. That was Phil in the intro. I'm Steve. We got Dev. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Command This. It's our Thursday night live stream. If you're catching us on the replay, we appreciate it. Always, As always, you can catch us on any of your audio podcast platforms. Just search for it and bam, there it is. There we are. There we will be. Tonight, you got to cut them and leave them alone. Took a run off a... A brand Nubian song, if you know it. And if you don't, well, you might Let's recognize listen. it from uh, Jay-Z. If Public you don't Service know, now you know. Chris McDaniels in the chat. Hello, Chris. Thanks for joining. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Chris? There's been a lot of stuff. We were debating if we were going to have a commander show Thursday, going to record some other content. But, hey, the gift that just keeps on giving. Given. Ladies and gentlemen. I guess Dan Snyder and Herpes have something in common. Damn, son. <laughs> skeet, Damn, skeet. Damn, the gift that keeps on giving? Skeet, skeet. He'll just skeet it, Dan Snyder. The pow, gift pow. that keeps on giving? <laughs> That's from a movie. What movie is that from? I uh, can't. Herpes. That's what that yeah, is. Yeah. That, that I can't Herpes, it. the it's movie. A, movie. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like an idea, but you know. <laughs> Damn, five minutes in and we're demonetized. Right. We're supposed well, to be that. They got thing. commercials. Nah. Hey. They got commercials with people running out the park and playing golf. And shit Maltrex. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, this medicine will. Hey, this, this podcast, podcast 
This podcast is it's the Valtrex, your mental and emotional herpes <clears throat> from being a fan of this team. That's right. That's right. So we had some cuts this week over the past, I don't know, seven, eight, nine days. Long story short, Bobby McCain cut. No! How do y'all feel about old Robert McCain cut? No longer on this team. Roberto McCain. Never again. Peace. I thought it wasn't I, I wonder if we were going to cut them But I always said we wouldn't Because I didn't know it would be that much cap savings I thought it was going to be like one or two million But four and a half million or so They said it was Yeah mm-hmm. I mean I, The thing about McCain man I hope I wish they could bring him back at maybe a lower rate Because he does have value He, he was a depth Slot corner He could play the slot he also can play both safety positions, man. Adequately enough where we went on a win streak with him starting there. So I I don't know, man. I I I have mixed feelings about it, man. I think he's a good enough player. He'll catch on to another team. He's probably not gonna be employed a week in the free agency, man. He's pretty good. He's only player. been in the league for seven years. You know, yeah, he did six years <clears> with the Dolphins, two years with us. But his dead money hit looks like two point eight right now. I don't know, Phil. What do you think about the cor- the cornerback room now that Bobby McCain's gone? So he was he was going to get he had a signing bonus of two point eight million this year. Uh, in the off season, we signed him to a two year, ten million dollar contract. This past off season, uh, averaging five million a year, guaranteed five point seven, but not no more. He I'm I'm fine with that because he is. Um... He's the odd man out. I mean, Derek Forrest, the re, here's here's the interesting thing. Guys stepping up kind of kept <coughs> back. They left became back there because he was the, kind of the veteran presence on right. the back end. But Forrest stepped up, and that kept Percy Butler from – Percy Butler was supposed to be in Derek Forrest's role, kind of roving back there. So apparently Percy Butler was good enough plays is Derek Forrest just blew doors off everything. Yeah. Percy Butler looked good at the end of the season. So I'm honestly, you know, thinking they looked at their room and they say, who's the odd man out? Who can we get rid of and stuff the most benefit to us in one way or the other? They said, well, McKean, if we cut him, we have more cap space. We need cap space because we need to invest in current players and future players. So go for it. Why Sometimes not? That's just how it works out. It's fine with me. I'm I'm perfectly fine with the cut. I was not the biggest Bobby McCain fan. Yeah, I mean, he would make you plays. He'd be around the ball if it was in front of him. But I've never seen anybody who had more trouble at free safety getting burnt deep over the middle. I mean, I gave he him loved, the glass. He loved award. to let receivers behind him. Double uh, move, times. get him every time. Yeah. I mean, I'm not want to trash the guy, but I know I gave him a Glock Dookie work a couple times. Ricardo yeah, Nash, I was hard on him that first year, boy. I was hard on uh, McCain, man. But, you Thank know, you for joining us, Ricardo. At the end of the year, he, he played pretty good for us. He did. Uh, Ricardo says, uh, McCain gone, Wentz gone. Thanks, God. Pain franchise tag. Need to be long-term. Yep, we're going to talk about pain here in just a minute, Ricardo, so make sure you stay tuned. But about McCain, he says, I don't have a problem with him, but I knew ultimately he would be gone. Yeah, at the price point, and I feel like they're just trying to – become more efficient with with some of the uh, 
salaries, like Phil was saying, and, and, you know, getting the best bang for your buck. Chris says second to none said you can strike it or choke it or leave it alone. Yeah. That's kind of the, that kind of the pun we were going for. Ricardo thinks Percy Butler will step up this year. We hope so. That's what what we want. That's what we need. That's what we got. You know, we saw him perform well on special teams, but he did just, there just wasn't enough time for room for him to get in a lot. You know, the, I mean, if if it don't work out with him, there's always, you know, um, Cam Sims. You can (laughs) (laughs) to safety. Cam Sims to safety. We taking that one back, what, three years, Dev? Three years? Uh, Ricardo <laughs> says, pick up Gonzalez or Porter Jr. DVs will be solid. Yeah, Porter Jr. would be a great Yeah, Porter draft. Jr., I think we'll put our defense over the top. In my opinion, I think we're a an, an elite corner from being an elite defense. Yeah, it would be nice. <coughs> and, a, and a linebacker. We need another, We might need another backer. Right. Again, another, if you go, yeah, probably if, two of those. It, unless unless we stick with the two linebacker and Cam Curl is a safety hybrid, then you're definitely needing a corner. Because a healthy, I wouldn't mind getting. I wouldn't mind getting a veteran like a, a Brad. What's the name? Uh, Bradbury from a Stephon, or uh, James. Yeah, I wouldn't James mind getting Bradbury. somebody like that. And then instead of picking a safe a corner, go ahead and get somebody like a, a, the best linebacker available in the draft. I mean, just in case. Don't get it twisted. I'd rather get a Joy Porter Jr. than anyone. Yeah, but 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 you know if that doesn't happen, unless unless you know there's certain quarterback that's waiting on us. Yeah. What Chris, what if? Got plenty of time. Yeah. Chris says I'm just curious about who's going to be in the quarterback room with Sam. Ron took back the QB one statement. Kinda he said he's going to compete. We're going to talk about that here a little bit towards the end, Chris, because I want to talk. Y'all about are this. y'all reading something into that that's not there. I'll get into that. Well, I mean, he's the only quarterback on the roster, so of course he's QB1. <laughs> no, but, well, I, I listened to it. It was a good 10-minute clip. We'll talk about it towards the end. Marcus Adelin, our friend Marcus from Facebook, says, Hey, fellas, it was necessary cut. Now it's time for more cuts and restructuring contracts. Go check out Marcus's Facebook group, Sports View 2 on Facebook. One of the hardest working men in sharing the love of the content creator community. Thank you, Marcus. Ricardo says, Hal and Taylor Heineke is all we need. I think Taylor's You're not fifty percent right on that, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not convinced that he's gone, bro. Like he keeps okay. coming up. It, like Ron keeps talking about him. I I wonder, man. Like if he comes back. I, I I hope not. And not no disrespect to Taylor, man. Thank you for what he's done here. But we got to just change. Got to turn the page, bro. For our own health. Right. For our own sake. Not just that, but let's let's be honest. Let's let's look let's look at this factually. Why is it that out of all the offensive minds in the NFL, some of them are just pure genius, like the guy we just signed to be our offensive coordinator and assistant head coach. Out of all these offensive minds, one has ever been like, I like this Taylor Heineke kid. Bring him with me. And he just happens to be one of the worst at his job. I mean, he's a years. he's a great backup quarterback. I'll never take that from him. In Scott Turner's system, right? We don't know what he's going to be in this system. That's why. And then for the, our own our own fans' sake, it, it it's just time to move on. I I think, I think, uh, and we shall move on too because we, we want to talk bag. about this topic. You know he wants that forever. bag, and rightfully so. He should go get it. He should it's go. Not get here. It. 
It's not here. I'm telling you, no. it's not here. He'll make way more money somewhere else than here, I believe. Chris says we need a real quarterback that can start. Okay, we're gonna we'll t- we'll we'll shelve that for the end, Chris, because based on Ron's comments, um, Ricardo's still talking about court- cornerbacks. Edmonds, uh, Dion, middle linebacker, Dion Jones. He also thinks Sam Howell has all the intangibles to be a great quarterback. If you don't see it, you're blind. I think he, I think and then I yeah, yeah, yeah. firmly agree with that. Yeah. And Ron, I'm a, I'm a you know what? Guy. I don't still keep jumping I still ahead. Want Lamar Jackson, though. But yeah, Stop talking about the quarterback. <laughs> Let's save that for the end. Let's talk about this quarterback, Carson Wentz. No longer with the team. He is kaput. He is gone. The team has moved on from Carson Wentz. We, I think, we all kind of saw it coming. It wasn't, you know, kind of kept quiet. Uh, wasn't, it wasn't really talked about in the offseason. I think it was kind of understood it was going to happen. But the team saved a ton of money cutting him. We have now freed up $30 million in cap space oh. just off of him and McCain. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. And I think it's going to set us up to do a lot more things. You know, you continue the restructure like Marcus said. Maybe restructure Logan Thomas. Good good leader to have in the locker room, but way too high of a price point. Resign Logan Thomas or restructure his deal. I think that would be fantastic. You can maybe even Fuller too. You could find a way to restructure that, but I doubt he's going to want to take a pay cut. But Ron, he I think he knew he made a mistake with this Carson Wentz deal. He he stood by his decision, which I appreciate that. He went to the combine last year. He goes, I you talked about this last episode, Phil. I looked at the tape. I was the one who made a decision, and it, it, it his comments, you know, today. Kind of reaffirmed that he took full responsibility for it. And he, it just didn't work out. He's taking heat off of everyone else who may have been with him on that on that yeah. particular idea, um, which is what a leader does. He takes the blame. He shares the credit. Right. Um, and he's he's good about that. He's very much an Andy Reid type in that regard. You, know, you can tell who he learned that from. Um, Andy Reid. You know, then That's again, the you know, and even before that, I mean, Rivera played for Ditka, and Ditka was very good at taking a lot of heat for things that weren't necessarily all him. Yep. Um, so that's where I think Ron definitely gets those types of leadership mentalities from in a football sense. Yeah. Um, look, I this – is, this is where I almost come across like I'm double-speaking myself, but it's true. I was never a huge Carson Wentz fan – but I looked at the possible moves we could make that didn't break the bank, and I thought, okay, Wentz is better than anything we had on the roster going into last season. Wentz is an arm talent guy, man. I'm tripping. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. He's got you know, a lot. Of, he's got a strong arm, and you know what? You watch those first two games of the season with a healthy line. You saw it. You saw. Remember, it? he led the league in passing yards. Right. Um, after the first two games of the year, he was averaging over 300 a game. We hadn't seen that in a long time. Right. And I and Steve and I were there at opening at opening week, and we were, we were both like, like, "We got a quarterback. We got, we got a quarterback. quarterback." Yeah. Ricardo says Carson Wentz was the worst move we could make last all season. Yes, hindsight 2020. Maybe now, when you look at the value of what you paid versus production, of course. At the time, I thought it was a great move. You had a guy who could potentially be your franchise quarterback 
on a one-year deal for 26 million, whatever you want to call it, that's not a bad, not a bad decision. The only reason it's a bad decision really is because we should have just used that year to look at how. Like, yeah. uh, uh, but we all know they were going to let Hal develop, and the fact that Hal was a fifth rounder gave him that opportunity. And I think that one of the reasons why he looked so good against Dallas is because well, he got the well, snitch thumb. Who were the other quarterbacks that got drafted in first round or second round of this past past this season? year? Yeah. Ritter, Pickett, all those guys. None of those guys really impressed me. So I guess we would have been running one of them or Wentz. Pickett looks pretty I, good for. I, yeah, like I mean, I I don't know. But Pickett sat the first half of the season too. He did. He was just kind of Pickett, Pickett in. was decent though. He had a couple couple good little. And towards the moments. end, yeah, he I mean, he, moments, he got more time. Marcus said we can do a June first release of Norrell and Cornelius Lucas. Continue to just shave off. Cornelius Lucas, Lucas had a little value, man. If, if he's not getting paid that much, you could probably keep. Yeah, he got a little value because he plays both tackles and he did fill in a little bit last year and played yeah. okay. Chris McDaniel he did better. Says, he did better right tackle than Cosme. Yeah. Carson was not mm. going to overcome how bad Scott Turner was, but Carson is probably going to blow it up in the NFC South. My guess, I think he, he he's probably just going to he's either going to be a backup if he goes to Tennessee, or he might go try to find. I think in his heart and his mind, he feels that he's still a starting quarterback, mm. and so that's probably what he's going to seek out. So he could be the next best fringe starter. That's out available. So you have like your Jacoby Brissett, who could be a fringe starter if you need him to, who's on who's free agent. Taylor Heineke could be a fringe starter for a half a season as a free agent. Carson Wentz could definitely probably do it as a <coughs> fringe starter as a free agent. And I, I think Baker out there too, maybe Baker Mayfield. Not See, sure. And one of the reasons why I liked the Wentz trade was specifically for the fact that um you didn't owe him any guaranteed money. So if the first year was the wreck, wreck that it was, that's it. You you don't owe him anything else after this season. Yeah. You just save money by getting rid of him. That's why I thought that was a great – everybody's like, oh, my God, we're paying him all this money. I was like, but, but that's for one year. Yep. And, and that, that's it. Yep. Hey, what up, Nathan, Trevin Stoner, our boys ref the What's district. Ref in, the check district. them out on YouTube. Make sure you're subbed up to them if you are not. Another great content creator in the Washington Commanders. Also, all their DC sports centered content creators, Ref the District, our fellas. Thank you for tuning in. Ricardo says three starters from the offensive line will be gone for sure. Ruye, Turner, Norwell, possibly Leno for money reasons. The only safe one is Cosme. That's if they continue to restructure, though, I, I don't think having some of those guys back, I would like to keep Leno at a I mean, I haven't looked I think at his, Leno. His I think Leno comes right. back. Leno and Cosby yeah, ran it out well. It's just that because we expect so much from our linemen, we tend to forget that, you know, even even the Hogs allowed sacks. Yeah. Uh, what do we call Norwell? Not well. Not well. <laughs> Norwell. <played> not well. <laughs> Norwell was as bad as, uh, you know, injuries didn't help in, in a lot of that sense, too. There's a lot of guys who – which is out and allowed for a lot of one-on-one blocking situations where you could have double teams because let's face it, uh, Nick Martin doesn't notice the the blocking schemes that well. Yeah. Straight up. Marcus you thinks uh, we failed. We failed Wentz because we didn't keep flowers and find a quality replacement for sheriff. Uh, I don't, I, 
Yeah, uh, it's tough. I mean, Sheriff wasn't all pro. It's hard to replace sure, an all pro. Sure. You know, when, uh, you know, fun fact also though that you know Flowers also nobody picked him up. No, nobody. Yeah, did, I, everybody, everybody talks about we didn't get Flowers. Nobody else did either. Yeah. Right. Nobody else picked him up. That that should have been on our moxies. They leave and ball out. I sh- I don't know. Think any of us talked about Eric Flowers. <laughs> Corey from On the Warpath, tuning in. Thank you, Mr. Sanchez. The Sanchez said, can I hold 55 million, y'all? Man. Yeah, don't worry. We'll, we'll get it from the uh, the arbitration once the team is sold, and we'll make sure you get your, your royalties. I'll put you in touch. I'll put you in touch with Mr. this Nigerian Sanchez. prince I know. <laughs> but you can only we can only pay you in Western Union uh, money grams, which you have to get in person. By the, by the <laughs> way, I don't know if I think I'm weird. This drink in here is just green. Like there's stuff in here, you know. I'm not sitting here, I'm not tipping an empty bottle of this. Yeah. Well, let's move on to Deron Payne getting the franchise tag. I think we all kind of saw this coming too. We didn't see coming this fast. We 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 did not, but they it it just opened up. Was it last Monday or Tuesday? And it's he's he's got it. It's him. It's all he, he he's on. He is. He is a franchise tag person. And Ron stated today, it's just, you know, so we can get the long-term deal done because they feel like he's earned it. He will be making 19 727 million smackaroos. It's not bad. I'm telling you, kid, kid finally, he finally played to the athletic we always saw those flashes of athletic potential from him, and we're like, damn, this kid could be so good, but then he would disappear at times. That didn't happen last year. Let's hope no. that continues. Totally deserving of it, by the way. He did ball out. It's what we needed. We needed him to ball out. But it, it, the question, we don't have to answer it now. It's a rhetorical question, fellas, but you can't pay all four first-rounders on the defensive line. You cannot. You could, you should not pay them all top five money unless you want to be completely lopsided. We just don't have that luxury. Now we have some flexibility, especially if Sam Howell develops three more years on getting paid peanuts, practically nothing, but you can't pay your two bookends and your two defensive interior guys, top five salaries. You just, you just can't, right? The bookends, no, not with... Well, the thing is, is that Chase hasn't earned that. That that's, no, he that, hasn't. That, that the the jury's out. This year will be telling. But you got four people, one sign, right? So there, it's Deron Payne's turn. Next year's Montez Sweat's turn. They're probably going to franchise him too. So what? It I don't know. We had this question before. Why would you not trade him? Trade Payne now if you don't think there's a, a you're going to get a long term deal done. Trade him. Get some value. He would, like, to, he would have to agree to it with this point, right? I'd have to go back and look at the rules. I don't think that's every franchise tag situation where they ha- they have to agree. I don't think sometimes the player has the a thing say. With, the it's thing the, with it's, the, it's the one where it comes with trap picks, though, right? You, you, you guys have to realize the whole thing with why they, they immediately went to the franchise tag with Payne was to give them the maximum amount of time to work out a deal and if they can't, yeah. well, at least to get them for one more year. Yep. But that was the point was to get by themselves more time to work out a deal. So obviously, 
extending pain on a long-term contract is exactly what they have in mind. And I am perfectly fine with that. Yeah. Ricardo says he played better than Allen this year, but mind you, Allen got double way more early in the knowledge. season. Yeah. Now that changed as the season went on. Cause remember the and, defense uh, changed. Allen was still solid. Allen Del Rio kind of morphed the defense into, into, you know, he adjusted, mm-hmm. but Marcus is right. We still have to extend cam curl. I'm kind of a fan of having star players at every level. Right now, we're just kind of front loaded with the four, and then I think we're going okay at like safety. Cam Curl, we're doing Cam Curl and Derek Force. We're doing daggone well at safety, but I mean, eventually you want star. I think I think, I think our corners are are average, a little maybe good to average to good. I, I think that uh, Juice just got to stay healthy, man. I, I feel like every year it's the first year is a wash cause concussions. The right. second year is another end of the, the year. You know, that guy had to play and Curl had to play and Hulk and Holcomb had to play all the rest of the year. We'd have been in the playoffs, man. Yeah. I do want to correct myself. I was reading the defensive end numbers. I apologize. Deron Payne's going to make 18.937. He's probably million. in the 18 million range anyway. But I wanted to bring to your attention. That's why I pulled this up. Look at the 2024 projected numbers for defensive end. 4-1, Mr. Montez Bocephus Sweat. 24.478. I don't know. That's what I just made up. But he's hey, he's man, look, now. Look, if, if Hal's middle name could be Devontae. <laughs> Sam Devontae Hal. Samuel Devontae Hal, man. <laughs> Montez Bocephus Sweat. But that's really Samuel House middle name is Devontae. So. Is it? Yeah. I, I'll never tell you if I'm telling the truth or not. You have to find nah, that out. I, I have to look. But Sweat making twenty, almost $25 million. That's tough. That's the, that's the floor for a long-term deal. He needs, right. he, but you see, he needs to play at that level. He needs to have a breakout year. 100%. 100%. The way uh, Payne did. 100%. 100%. But so pain pains, you know, we got them for one more year. Got to work out the long-term deal. Let's hope that it all works out. I mean, I, Ricardo thinks Curl will be here for many years. Trade is an option because we have Mathis and he has a lot of upside. We didn't get to see Mathis. It was so, it's tough. I really wanted to see Federer and Mathis. You know, he's a third. Ridgeway third stepped up big last year too. Suplexing people like it's his he job. Did. He did. <laughs> Like he, like he's destined to do that. Axel smashing the demolition out that's there. That's right. Rock, boom. Goes the anvil. Marcus says that's why we should trade Deron Payne and get more picks. I agree with Steve. We should have talent in every level. We need O line. If we could, yeah, O line's got it. If you really want Sam to develop, thank goodness. Somebody, if somebody give us a first one. I do. Other than yeah. that, well, luckily, other than that. luckily, we're not in a position where we're looking to spend a lot of money on the offense, except an offensive line. Well, I'm yeah. also thinking about we had him maybe a backup quarterback. Yeah. I'm wondering if also if if they're waiting to see because I've heard uh, the GM Mayhew and I've heard the coach say a lot about uh, Cole Turner and how they you know they had a bigger role cut out for him, but injuries you know kind of shortened him. That's right. So That's right. Usage. I wonder if it's a situation where like they cut Thomas into training camp or into preseason. I mean, I feel like they'd have a lot of respect for him, so they'll probably do it sooner so he can go find a new gig. Coaches tend to do that with players that are real, you know, stand-up guys. We cut them early to give them an opportunity to go 
find hey. other employment. You tend to see that a lot, right? For hey. the real character guys. Yeah. But and if Chris Paul turns out to be as advertised, that's one less guy you have to chase on the line, too. Yeah. And you can and, spend that money and there's picks elsewhere. Get depth. And we did Where's sign money? Milo Eifler and Mr. Wild Goose himself. No, can Wild, we get rid of Wild Goose? One God. year. Wild yeah, Goose. It doesn't mean they won't get cut. Doesn't no. mean they won't get cut at all. But they got Rashad signed. Wild Goose shit. That's what Wild. I call it. <laughs> Wild. Wasn't they called him Wild bad. Douche or something like that, man? I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible to say. They're, well, they're back. It kind of makes me wonder well, what we're doing. Why Why did we bring them back? But Depth. Yeah. Depth. Neither, none of them should start. None of them Cannon should start. Cannon fodder. Cannon fodder. Camp bodies? <laughs> you yeah, like to hear that? Anthony Armstrong's going to come back for this, for this team, and he's going to run all kinds of go routes right past them. Yeah. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Oh, oh. So we got those two back on the team. Uh, Marcus says, I think the tight end who will benefit Eric Bieniemy is Amari, Amari Rogers. Yeah. We'll see. He's very athletic. I don't think he we saw is. nothing this year. You know, it's going to be interesting to see. And realistically, because of the fact we have a Coulter and we have an Amari Rogers, it does make Logan Thomas expendable. It does. It does. Especially coming off the injury, just didn't perform well. Still can't block. Yeah. Still can't block. Still can't block. I know a lot of that is, I mean, his production is because the quarterbacks just didn't target the tight ends hardly at all. But especially Taylor, if he did target him, he got him injured with a high throw. And (laughs) sorry, sorry, Cole Turner. You're going to get concussed. Okay. Coaching moves. We made some coaching moves, right? Ken Zampezi got promoted. To what? I want you to get, want you to guess. Uh, senior president of passing operations. <laughs> Was I fucking close though? You're not Kinda. far. You, I mean, you, <laughs> that's like the name. I, I mean, it, it's kind of like the name for. I don't know. This reminds me of this of the <laughs> kinds of titles they used to give guys in the organization because Dan would never name someone a GM. So they it, all had yeah. these really long, convoluted titles. So it's like Ken, those names they got on. You ever watch those shows on TV where they like flip the houses and shit, and they have yes. people come and they always ask them like, "Bills uh, is a uh, belt buckle shine, belt buckle shiner for the military. His budget for his house is eight million dollars. Like what the fuck? You know, yeah. like, like Stan works at Zippo's, the gas station on East Broadway. His budget is eighteen billion dollars for this house." So Ken Zampezi, his official title is Senior Offensive Advisor slash Game Management Coach. <laughs> it sounds like assistant to the regional manager. That's what it that is sounds a, like. It, hey, I, the Martys are the co-GMs from the office for me. You got, you got <laughs> Michael and you got Jim. That's what the Martys are. But this is almost kind of the same thing. Well, remember, Eric Banby is now assistant head coach, offensive coordinator. He didn't. Ron's a loyalty guy. He didn't want to get rid of Ken Zampezi, and he probably didn't want to make him continue to be the quarterback's coach because Eric probably wanted to hire his own guy. So what do you do? You create a position, senior offensive That's, advisor, game management. And you got to think about it. We were pretty bad at game management last year. Ron sucks at clock management as a head And coach. having somebody whose focus is that definitely helps. And consider this a way of, hey, we know that the new OC wants to bring in his own quarterback coach, but we like what you did with Howell last season. 
So we're going to keep you around for something else that we think you can do well. Yeah. He did do pretty well. I'm with you. Yeah. Ricardo says, Ron, last year being head coach and moving to the front office, EB will be head coach for 2024. I think this is a very likely scenario. Very likely. New owner, no owner. I I will believe it when I see it. I I think this is a possibility. It's a possibility, but here's the thing. Does Ron go of his own volition? Yes, mm. I think he 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 moves himself. Depends on up. what we do next year. If I think that if we win, if we were to go to a Super Bowl, yes, I think he no becomes the, the president of football operations and paves the way and hires Eric Bieniemy as the new head coach of the Washington Commanders. It it the script is the script. What the script told me. That, is that's that what, what the script? Uh, <laughs> that's what Alien Foster told you, man. <laughs> that's what Aaron Foster told me. So, so okay. So that's Ken Zampezi's new role. We have a new quarterbacks coach, Tavita Pritchard. Yeah, what do you know. think of when you when you when you hear the name Tavita Pritchard? Dev? Sound like a Florida State football player. I, I don't. I don't. I, don't, I, I don't thought know. it was a female. I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who that is. But, yes, I mean, he is our new quarterbacks coach, Tavita oh, Pritchard. Yeah, yeah. I think he went to. I don't know UC, much about him. UC, like he, UCLA he, guy he, too, or something. Going or? from Stanford. That's Stanford. that's a picture of him. That's old. That's the, that's the, that's the Tavita Pritchard. Yep. He he played at Stanford. Start made his first start in 2007. He's 36 years old. He coached at Stanford. He was a defensive assistant. He was the running backs coach. He was the quarterbacks coach from 14 to 17. The nice. offensive coordinator from 18 to 22 and quarterbacks coach. So dual hatted. And now he's the Washington commanders quarterbacks coach. Now I don't know the linkage. Like, dude, did, I don't like, know dude, the why connection. You, college uh, Stanford is a, uh, I think he was a, uh, I think the enemy or something has some connections with Stanford. That's what I know. I, I'm, I'm, I, we got to figure out what is the Stanford, what is the Tavita Pritchard? That, connection he's not with? the only coach come from Stanford either. I, I, I heard uh, one of those morning hosts talk about it. Well, yeah, I, I don't know the connection. So if someone else put it in the chat, I don't know. The, is it the connection with Ron? Is it connection with the Marnies? Is it connection with EB? It's the connection with EB. Then that means that's good because then they're Stanford. letting him build out his staff. That's a good thing, right? Yeah. Ricardo says, think about Ron. We'll get the praise for bringing in EB and the offense will thrive. Ron gets looked at as a GM or something. He's not going to He's not gonna fire the GMs he brought on. That's why I think he'll become president of football. If it happens, president of football. He's basically doing that now. Yeah, Ricardo doesn't understand why Brian Mitchell won't coach. He could be a running back coach or something. Someone's got to hire him. Just sit him don't pay him enough. I guarantee they pay him more to do this than he is an assistant coach. Why do we assume that everybody who was a good player and that can be really loud on a microphone automatically becomes a good coach? Sometimes the really bad players are the best coaches. Isn't it funny how that works out? Yeah. The players who weren't that good. Yeah, I mean, what's Brian Mitchell? Like but he you was know, Brian Mitchell. Has no evidence thing. that Brian Mitchell can coach. We yeah. just know that he could run his mouth. Yep. But guess My- what? So can I, and I'm doing it right now. Doesn't mean you'd be a good coach. I would, but that's a totally <laughs> different story. Marcus said Zampezi will be in the booth. Plus, he I hear a lot of good things about Pritchard. He used to be with David Shaw. Who's David Shaw? David, David Shaw, Shaw he was a coach at Stanford. Um, yeah, he's got he's got to tell oh, a yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaw's yep. got a really good reputation because EB's on the field. He EB is a field OC, not a not a booth guy. 
So I wonder if if that would make sense for Zampezi to be up in the booth to be advising, so you can see the field better. But yeah, that I, I like it. I like that's the move. That's a good. I like yeah, the that's, move. A, that's a that's a good. Uh, could be right. Yes, absolutely. We also hired Brent Vesselmeyer well, as our new smart, DB coach. Don't know much about him, but he 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 took over for uh, uh, Chris. Was it Chris Harris? Who departed? Yes, you guys remember? Departed like Earth or? No, he left and went to another team. Oh, woo! Scared me, man. You know what's going on? Though. You said he departed. Like, damn. Yeah, you don't remember? He just they just announced him leaving. Yeah, uh, not too long ago. I don't remember. He went to the Titans. Yep, he was our he was our deep defensive backs coach, and he just left. Oh yes, right. I did hear that. You're right. To be the to be the defensive passing game coordinator and cornerbacks coach. So he, I guess he got an elevated title. He was just a DB coach with us. Now on Tennessee, he's the defensive pass game coordinator and the quarterback cornerbacks coach. So I guess he's getting a little bit of promotion. But hopefully, it was one of those things where he was just he just left just so he can you know better his career. But hopefully there was no resentment. Well, maybe, or, he left, maybe he left because he figured next year everybody was going to be looking for a job. It, well, that's what people thought too. A lot of a lot of executives and front office people were leaving too. But the thing about Brent Vesselmeyer, he's only has six years of experience. Dude, this dude's college, University of Redlands. That's a that's a school. That's a real school. <laughs> Redlands. I don't know about that. Let's look at Brent Vesselmeyer's Wikipedia. So he's been around a lot, a lot of high school experience. Assistant linebackers coach on the Raiders, safeties coach on the Raiders in 17, offensive analyst for Kansas, went back to coaching high school football in 2019. And then, oh, he's been our assistant defensive backs and nickel coach 2020, excuse me, 2020 to present. So shame on me for not knowing that. He just got promoted to DB coach, so he was our assistant defensive back coach. My bad, everyone. I I, I didn't Hired know from that. Within. Hired from within. I guess none of us knew that. He must not have made a big impact. So shame on us for not knowing that. Shame on you. No, shame on you Steve. Guys. Steve said that. Not shame. Sean. Not shame. Dale or Phil. Shame. Shame on all of you. Yep. But in order to make it up, we're going to give you an opportunity to win some money and some free what? money at that. Money is good money. Money, money, money. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more, plus same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props. Your betting options feel endless. Now that football's over, it's now on to the NBA and Major League Baseball. That's right. That's what I'm looking forward to. But best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN. Tango Papa Papa November. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. 
Yeah, so now we're going to talk about Mr. Snyder and his $55 million credit line. Story broke the other day by uh, ESPN writer Don Van Nada Jr. It's always something with this team. Phil and I were chatting the other day. We're like, man, can we just have a week without something? But, of course, the way it's written, we don't know if this is the truth or not, but we're just going to talk about it as the way it was written. In 2020, uh, Snyder took out a... Well, not going to say Snyder. It's allegedly Snyder took out a $55 million credit line from Bank of America. And what was supposed to happen was that the minority owners were supposed to get a, a, they were supposed to bless off on this $55 million credit line because that puts them on the hook for this credit line as well. And they were not consulted at all when this, when this $55 million was in credit was taken out. And so during this time, it's reported that this money was used to for personal use for Dan Snyder, uh, for funding the staff on his yacht on multiple yachts, uh, used because he was a high profile owner that they had to court other owners to go party with him in the in Europe. So the money was used to fund some of his staff on the on the yachts. Uh, but what the article says is. This is a fraud that's jail time worthy, if it's true, if it was Dan. But what people aren't talking about is, and I saw this on Twitter, a couple people, loan officers are also on the hook for this stuff too. So was the signatures forged? If it's forged, it's even worse. Or did the loan officer willingly give this money out without the proper? So there's a lot to unpack here, but it, it's just it's just something and and the gift that keeps on giving is kind of how we open the show i don't know well i'll tell you this first of all it, this probably happens more often than we realize in sports because this is what rich people do one of the ways you ever notice that wealthy people are they're the thing they do well is spend other people's money not oh, their yeah. own. that's how they accumulate the wealth um it's hard to say because you don't know. Did the loan officers not do their due diligence? Did the did Dan thank you, Snyder Ricardo, for the signatures? subscription? We appreciate you. Shout out to Ricardo. Always Much nice love. to have uh, new people come in. Much love. I mean, I don't know. I mean, at this point, though, it's like because we know he's selling the team, someone's going to buy it. Yeah. But what I, makes this I, interesting, I, I Phil, it, is I, is my give a to, to quote a country song. My give a damn's busted. It it is. Well, it's it's one. I it's, couldn't it's what's care next. less. I mean, granted, if Snyder goes to jail, a lot of people in this fan base are going to be happy. I mean, hell, people want to legitimately throw parades. Yeah, yeah, actual parade. That's that's what happened. <laughs> we could we'll make a Facebook event out of it. The, 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 why this is significant though is that the three owners. This is before they sold. They're like assholes, are, by the way, so I'm not crying any rivers for them. And whoever. They went Char. to the league, and the, and the NFL arbitrator, they went to, to tell the NFL arbitrator, like, was this loan legally obtained? The NFL shut down those arbitration proceedings. They shut it down. All the owners, all the minor owners was mediation and the NFL shut it down. And then that's when they sold their shares. But we didn't hear that part before. We just heard they sold their shares. So I don't know. It, it's, it's, 
it's a story. They we did hear this though in in this article. Dan Snard, Dan Snyder charged the team four point five million dollars to put the team logo on his private jet. Gangster. <laughs> Gangster. Gangster. Here's, here's the thing isn't keeping dan away from his team a positive business expense oh, it, it's putting us in the red at this point for cash flow that's why we needed that's why you needed 55 million yeah um you know we'll pay that back in installments you know how yeah. this goes no in all seriousness i mean if it if, if it wasn't on the up and up obviously he's guilty of something if he is, if this was an issue where the loan officers didn't do what they're supposed to do, and they just gave Dan the money, he signed off on it, thinking he was on the up and up. Well, then that's on the loan officers. Now, granted, I used to work in finance. Um, loan officers have to, you know, if they're not doing their due diligence, they deserve it because there's a lot of steps they have to go through to approve. They're like the gatekeepers, right? Like, yes, it's them. They need to check the paperwork, make sure everything, you know, the teaser. I worked for the world's largest uh, natural person credit union, which I'm sure Steve's probably a member, but, um, I worked for them, and I know what the loan officers there have to go through when they're handling mortgages. There's certain people who handle the VIP accounts, right? You So you can't even be a regular loan officer and handle Dan Snyder it's at any of these banks. Big dog. You have to be a You have to be a specific VIP client-only loan officer, yeah. right? So you have to be extra trained in this so, so that's what you're it, saying this thing is going to go it's like opening a wormhole to somebody bigger or i guess <laughs> not bigger but big no it's going to open a wormhole to it was either somebody didn't do their job or somebody lied right it, it, that's what's going to exactly what's going to happen either the, either someone forged everything or the the bank gave out the loan when they shouldn't have but here's the thing i'm i'm going to throw no parties i'm going to throw no parades i will shed no tears when dan snyder is if I finally sold the team, I will simply move on because yeah. that's all we can do at this point. What happens Dude, to Dan Snyder when it's Dan exhausting. Snyder's away from this team? I couldn't care less. Yeah, I don't care if he gets off scot free and he goes and 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 spends his billions of dollars living in Potomac and his horse farm out in um uh in Clark County which he has a couple of massive ones out there. He could do all that. I don't care. I just don't care enough to care. I'm over it. I'm done. I know the end is coming. It's probably going to be within the next two months. And I just hope that whoever takes over this team, and yes, I've made it known, Bezos is not my preference, and there's personal reasons for that. I take those. Yeah. I work at Amazon. So I am. I, well, no, it's because I, 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 and I can't say it because I'd be violating HIPAA laws and I get someone fired. Okay. Damn man, oh man, you gonna tell me this? He has herpes. No. <laughs> no just, just Marcus kidding. says. No, Marcus that says Dan Snyder okay, is the modern day Al Capone. So Ricardo has a little it's nugget a here. So I'm tired of Dan Snyder for real. He's a devil in my eyes. He don't even care about the Washington organization. Jerry Jones gets my respect because his whole house is Cowboys out. And then he says, my good friend used to clean Dan Snyder's house. He said he wouldn't even know the owner of the Redskins owned the house. 
because it wasn't anything Redskins throughout the whole house. That's sad. Okay, I get it, but I we know that. Man, he, your wife let you hang Redskins shit up in the living room. I, 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 <laughs> my whole house would be burgundy. Yeah, man, I'm a scarf. I'm not that guy. Like, like, my, my, he might not be that guy. My office. At Redskins Park, which, by the way, I would not let it get to the condition it's in. We'll talk about that later. But my office at Redskins Park uh, would be burgundy and gold to death. My house, probably not as much because I don't live that way. Like I'm, I'm, I'm real simple with decorations, so I'm not big on on all that. I mean, you know, as you can see, I, I I set up this podcast in a spare room where I dump a whole bunch of stuff. That's why my everything behind me looks like junk, and it's all thrown thrown around because I don't use this room, but to just dump stuff in. But I tend to keep a pretty simple existence. So to me, like when you say something like that, I mean, I'm just not. It doesn't have an impression on me either way. I don't care if you know your your personal house is your personal house. Hell. I wouldn't blame him if he's like, I want to get away from thinking about this team and all the pressure that comes with being an owner. I don't want to see anything burgundy and gold. <laughs> but in my office, hell yeah, because that's where I'm entertaining everybody. Yeah. That's yeah. just me. That's just me. I get it. I get it. Jerry Jones lives and dies Cowboys. They do a lot of dying one way or another. But yep. that's just that's just me. Like I would save all the paraphernalia and and such for my office personally yeah abel doku from youtube thank you for watching says forget jail time we need to hit them pockets he's rich ricardo no, he's ricardo in a lot of like debt he ain't he as rich as you debt. think yeah said he had absolutely nothing redskins said ricardo says he'll take one of us as the owner you know what hey we we would love it that's why Jerry let, has let me be respect. let me be GM. You can give the ownership to Steve. I'll be GM. I'm the owner, man. Let me be let me be the coach. Yeah. Blitz every play. For real. Okay. Uh two more topics here, real quick. Ron's combine interview. So he had a he had a good interview today with uh Jonathan Jones. And I just want to cover a couple things that he said. He did change his tone. So before EB was hired, he talked about he wanted to be a two to one run pass, you know, sort of thing. And today he talked about, you know, Sam Howell is QB one. He's not our starter yet. He's going to have to earn it. It's something you want a coach to say, right? No, it's not going to be given to him. He has to earn it. But what he said going on the whole two to one thing, right? Cause we thought Ron's going to hire running a running, you know, specialized running offensive coordinator, he said, we need to score as many points as possible going into the fourth quarter. No shit, right? But we want to do that with balance. And then once we have the lead in the fourth quarter, then we want to go two to one, run pass, grind the ball, run it down their throat. So that's that's a little bit change in tune of what he says in the in the pass. But I think the the mantra of his philosophy is still there. It's just kind of moved to the right, if that makes sense. Yeah. Control the ball. Yeah, yeah. But score as many points as possible. So, you know, it. he has all – he says, I have all the faith in the world in Sam. He was asked about why didn't we start him sooner because everyone says that. He just said it wasn't the right time. 
He said it wasn't the right time. And then this is when he took ownership of the Wentz mistake. He goes, I pulled Taylor. I made the decision to put Wentz in and it just wasn't, he goes, it just turned out to be the wrong decision. And then we had an opportunity to evaluate Sam and we took it. Those were his words. That's a man who just admitted his wrongdoing. He just admitted it. And by the way, he's there at the combine. A lot of head coaches, they don't go to the combine. Ron specifically said, I want to be here because I don't feel like you get the right interaction with the person via Zoom. You don't you get to you get to know someone better when you're doing the interview in person and you get that interaction, that physical contact and interaction and reaction. So that's why he's at the combine. I I love it. Love it. A coach that's involved in the process of getting his players. I'm all about that. Yeah. Ricardo says, man, he's about to air it out with these weapons. We got Terry, Curtis, and Jahan. So Ron specifically said, we have five great players on offense. He said five. Now I'm thinking he's the three receivers. And the two running backs. And the two running backs. That's that's who or one running back and the quarterback. I, it's, I don't know how you say it's the quarterback is a great player, but he goes, we got five players on offense to where we feel we can score a lot of points. I think I'm paraphrasing, but that's kind of what he said. That's that's yeah, you know. that's, that's three receivers, and two running backs, no tight ends, <laughs> no tight ends. Uh, Diamond's gonna have a breakout year, according to Ricardo. I hope so. That is Sam's boy from UNC. And then when when he left, that's when Sam had a down year when when Diami went went bye bye. Yeah. He hit him in preseason a couple of times. Diami dropped him. Remember he did that? remember Carson Wentz had a two touchdown game with Diami Brown, right? Remember yeah. that? Was it Tennessee? Yeah. yeah, was it Tennessee game? Uh, Chris says that's kind of what Mike McCarthy said too. Yeah, but Chris is saying Ron also skirted the question by admiss- admitting to a lesser charge. Lesser charge of what, Chris? Trying to get the context for that. Yeah, I'm lost on. Yeah, not really sure. Not really sure where that's getting back to what you said about QB one. While Chris yeah. reformulates that, um. What he said is not changing anything other than the fact that he just doesn't want Sam to get complacent. Yeah. It's like, you know, you know, it's like, look, we will it's it's when you promise your kid the nice car when they get their license under the conditions that you don't screw up between now and when you get your license. Yep. You fail one of the classes or you get suspended in school, guess what? You ain't getting a nice car. Oh, you're getting a hammy down. Yep. So that's what I think that yeah, is. No car. That... Steal one like I did. <laughs> Don't steal one like Deb. Do not steal. It's we basically, not... I think that. that's what he's saying. You know, it, it, it uh, that's what that is. That's a, hey, you come into camp prepared. You come in ready to own this offense. And you take control of it. And it's yours. Yeah. Which is what we expect. But it's just reminding the kid, nothing is given, all is earned. Yep. True story. All right, we have two more topics left real quick. Uh, The first is, so the NFL players did a vote. 1,300 people responded at the NFL. I don't know how many percentage of available players that is. And they voted on multiple categories. 
such as treatment of families, food service, nutrition, weight room, strength coaches, training room, training staff, locker room, and team travel. So basically they gave their teams report cards and all of that came out today. So I want to share a little bit real quick. And then we have one final segment we'll do for free agency, but the Washington players voted and this is what they came up with. This is, this is what the team came up with. So treatment of families, F tied for last food, nutrition. You can see the grades right there. Food, nutrition service, D plus tied for 18th weight room, C plus tied for 22nd strength coaches, a plus tied for first in the NFL training room, F minus tied for last 30th training room. We got a D 31st training staff got a D training staff. Sorry. Locker room F minus that's the last in the league and team travel F minus last in the league. And there's a bunch of stuff out there that says kind of why they think they got some of these articles, but what's, the common thing that kind of, what's that say about supportive players, families, supportive players, families. So the commanders do offer a family room. They're, they're one of 11 teams that don't offer daycare at the stadium. Okay. Food, nutrition, service, all three meals provided. 59% of players feel there's enough room in the cafeteria. Okay. Weight room got a C plus. The consistent complaint is that the weight room is too small. We've heard that before. But 93% feel they have enough strength coaches. And the strength coaches is one consistent thing we always get, even under Jay Gruden. Strength coaches always hit high in ratings. I think it was a 2018 squad that won training staff of the year. So training room. F minus. They feel that more space and training tables are needed. They 46% feel that ATCs and have enough ATCs. I don't know what that is. 31% feel they have enough PTs. That's physical therapists. Steam room. There is a steam room. 78% feels big enough. There is a sauna. 65% feels big enough. Tubs. Yep. Training staff. We got a D. But many players reported they do not want to do their rehab here. That's been a thing. That's yeah. Well, yeah. And I think that's why we have so many injury issues. Perhaps I would, I'm wondering why they don't want to do their rehab there. I would love to see why it's the same dudes that get injured though. So I don't know. It's the same (laughs) dudes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Locker rooms, F minus. They want more personal space, bigger, better lockers, more bathroom space. And they claim there's a lack of warm water and poor drainage in the showers at Redskins. Or excuse me. Hey, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you have access to every team's rating? No, this is just. I was going to say, go see what Detroit's is because their water is better than Washington's water. Of of bottled water. Oh, my God. If Detroit's water (laughs) is not last. Yeah. Everyone need to be fired, bro. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. So cold. Yam. Our boy Yam says we're still going. Yes, brother. We're still going. We're we have this segment and one more segment left. But thank you for tuning in, man. Yeah, where you been at, man? We've caught you. We've missed you a lot of a lot of times. Yam's been busy uh on the grind working over there. Uh but finishing up with this this uh Ratings from the NFL Players Association, specifically our commanders players, team travel dead last. 22% of players feel like they have enough room to spread out. We are one of six teams that make their younger players room up. It's not a bad thing. That's a I don't, I hate that 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 that, that's even considered. Yeah, what was that that 22%? What feel like they have enough room to spread out, like on the plane? I'm guessing. 
Yeah. <laughs> and one of seven teams that don't offer any of their players first class seats. Hey, that's probably for the coaches. They're the players. Deal with it. But that that's the NFL Players Association voting that I want to bring up. Marcus said, I agree, Phil. Oh, we're a little behind. I would love that. I love about Sam Howell. He told Eric Bianmi he wants to be coach hard. That's no Terry McLaurin said that, not Sam Howell. No, Sam Howell said that too. Did he? He said, okay. he said I'm ready to be to be coached hard. Yeah. Catching up on Yam's comments said, what I find most disgusting about all this is that Dan was a self-admitted childhood fan. He was. He's a huge fan. We saw that in his fantasy football management of players when he first came into the league. So Chris says all the graded stuff should be addressed by the new owner day one. It will take a little bit of time, but can be done. I, I think it will. I think it's all owner stuff too. I mean, you yeah. can't, it's all where you're spending the money. Yam says Detroit is first in the league overall by player ratings, but water food is the worst or 15th. Okay. It's a typo by uh, 15th. Sorry. Got it. Keyboard's not working out. That's okay. A lot of that's because they have newer facilities than, than Redskins Park. Redskins Park. Here's the thing. Redskins Park does predate Dan by a long time. All oh, right. Yeah. They just that announced today that it was opened in the 80s. They just announced today that the team is upgrading the audio and video at FedEx Field. That's pretty cool. So the Jumbotron and the stereo system is going to be up. I don't upgraded. have a problem with the Jumbotron. The, those screens are nice and good. clear. Yeah. Okay. The last audio thing, is... fellas, this is okay. going to be a lightning round, and I want to get everyone's opinion on it we're gonna do sign or not sign these are all of the unrestricted free agents for the commanders i'm, I'm gonna make this easy for you don't sign none of them uh, hey, hey, hey. real quick we're gonna go phil then dev then me phil dev me phil dev me all right ready wes schweitzer yes sign phil dev me phil dev me dev Sign. Lightning round. Yep. Sign. Trey Turner. No. 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 Cam Sims. No. No. Yes. Hurts. I'm going yes. Taylor Heineke. No. 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 F.A. Obata. Yes. Yes. Tyler Larson. No. 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 John Boston. No. No. Double Nick, no. Nick Martin. No. No. Kalik Hudson. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Marlon Eifler, he's already been signed. Jared Patterson. No. Mm, no. No. Jeremy Reeves. Yes. 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 Pro Bowl. All Pro. Pro. Bowl. Eli Wolf. I don't even know who this dude is. No. 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 Cole Holcomb. Yes. No. No. Yes, I, I turn I turn around on call him. I like him now too. I'm I'm gonna still say no because you got to upgrade a position, man. He gets hurt every year too. Yeah, but at what price though? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he, he's gonna get starting linebacker money, which is better than what you could you could probably get a better third round linebacker though, right? You could probably get True, a second he, round linebacker. He was he a third round He was calling plays. He was he was the quarterback of the defense man, before Jamie Davis. Jamie da- I think Jamie Davis did an excellent think, job doing it in the last year, man. Yeah, I'm with you. Let Jamie play Mike. Yeah. Ricardo says yes for Schweitzer, no for Trey, yes for Sims, yes for Obata. Yam says yes for Obata. 
He loves Obata. No for Bostic. We're all no. Ricardo says Hudson, yes. Patterson, yes. Reeves, yes. Cole, yes. What about Wild? What about what about Wild Goose? Wild Goose is trash. We we re-signed him to a one-year deal. So what? Already, we did. Wild Goose. Oh, yeah, and I did, Wild I Eichler. Say that earlier. You're right. Yeah, it was a couple days ago. <sighs> very, very quietly announced. Remember, it. The kind of wild douche. I remember the conversation. Yeah, and, and so Yam is saying what I'm saying. Some of these de- definitely depend on the money. I mean, that wasn't the point of this exercise. Like, do, you, yeah. do we want them back? Yeah, that's not probably not con- it's probably not guaranteed either for like one million. Yeah, million. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some of these players should come back. Some of them have no business being on this team. I would rather go find like the centers, for example, Tyler Larson, Nick Martin. I'd rather go find a new free. I don't care who it is. Let's let's try someone else at center because those right. guys aren't working and they're always injured. Always injured, man. Hell, Ch- I think I mean, Ch- I'm 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 ready to move on from Chase Ruye. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. I I would I would get, I would have to. He'd have to renegotiate big time for me to keep him. Like it, it's just he's yeah. not going to be available, man. Week like fifteen or week twelve, he's done, man. He's not going to yeah. be playing. We already know this. It happens every year. Yam says, "I love these subtitles on the stream profile." <laughs> so for the audio crowd, if you're catching this on the podcast replay. Dev says, never pass up some for show P for some I don't know P. It's one of our mantras here on Command This, by the way. You never pass up a for sure thing for a maybe thing. Phil right. says, star of Cocaine Bear 2, Electric Boogaloo. I have not seen the movie. I don't know the reference, but I want to. I Mine says, $55 million credit line, apply within. Marcus says, reshine West Schweitzer, Larson, Obata, Patterson, Hudson, Reeves, and Holcomb. Okay. How you, want, how you want to bring uh, Larson back forward? What does he do? I don't. We don't even know what. I don't know if Larson did this year. Got hurt. Chris McDaniel yeah. said, "I agreed with all y'all yeah. and Holcomb is yeah. depending on the money, but hopefully he's back." I'm kind of with Chris on Holcomb. If we can By get way, him for real cheap, dope, Oh yeah, Luca's a goat. Luca's great. Luca's great. Yam said Patterson for cheap. Heck yes, he can catch too. He doesn't get a lot of burn. It. One of our running backs are bound to get injured. You, I don't know if they're counting JD McKissick in this too. I would cut JD McKissick. The 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 emergence of Jonathan Williams makes Patterson very expendable. Yeah, uh, McKissick too. I don't think we need McKissick anymore. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't need. We do not you need. Can find a, you can say you can find team. a backup third down back in the in the in the undrafted list, man. You can right, you, that, yes for undrafted, just like Patterson was. I mean, he's he's definitely good enough. He's definitely money wise. He's good enough for the money, but we're not going to use him. Yeah. So Chris it, thinks we should draft a, a center top of the draft. Maybe we should trade center get, out of the draft. First round center? I don't know about that. Maybe we should trade Gibson. Dallas man. does it. Dallas Dallas did it. They what invested think, a lot of first round. Who do you think picks. Washington could get for Gibson? You're going to have to pay him next year. A fourth? Maybe. So maybe, maybe that is the case. Maybe they do get rid of him. Maybe a fifth. I mean, you I mean he was to, a, You are going to pay him. You are. You don't pay him. You you let him go. You No, you do not resign a running back. Bye. You can I agree. Not one, not one that start every game. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Not. Correct. Not, a, not, a, not a committee running back. I would only re-sign a, a four-down back. That's it. Even right. Brian Robinson, at the end of his tenure, I wouldn't re-sign him. I don't, right. I don't care. Unless he's a Najee Harris. Yeah, unless or, he leaves the league in Russia. Correct. Or a Nick Chubb. I don't, I don't need you for it. Najee Harris isn't even that good. He, Najee Harris is good, man. Man, he wasn't good last year. Yeah. He's all right, I guess. I like Najee Harris. Well, let's get to some of these comments here real quick as we start to close this thing down. Uh, Ricardo says Deion Jones needs to be signed. McKissick gone. Yam says we got to focus on the O-line. First, foremost, period. Let the cards fall where they may. 
Marcus wants to keep Larson as a backup. Yam wants to keep Patterson over McKissick. I might side with you on that one, Yam. And Chris uh, Ricardo says we're drafting a quarterback, cornerback first round. I'm all in on a quarterback, cornerback in the first round. Give it to me. Yeah, I Give did a mock me, draft that got an A rating, and the only thing they didn't like were my corner picks. Really? Yeah, except for the fact that uh, – well, here's the thing, and it's because the first round I drafted um, – damn it, I actually sent it to you guys too. Um, I think I remember seeing it in the chat. I, didn't look at it I sent it to you guys. So my first this – is, this is my way too early mock draft. I actually traded our 16th pick – for the Chargers, 21st and 53rd. Okay. <laughs> you know, so I got a lower – I went down five spots, and I picked up a second-round pick. Yeah. I got Deontay Banks from Maryland at corner. And uh, he's – I'm at 21. He's 23 on the big board. Who was available, though? Nobody better than him. And then I got uh, Deion Henley from Washington State, linebacker with the 47th pick, 53rd pick. I went and got Luke White. You traded another better. second round pick? I got two second round picks. Oh, none of those are going to be good. Come on, man. I got Deion Henley and uh, Luke Weipler, which is a linebacker and center. I got uh, DeMarvion Overshawn, which is another linebacker from Texas in the third round. Those were all rated A picks, by the way. And then I decided, hell, I need another corner. I got Jacari and Bennett from Maryland in the fourth round, and they gave me a C minus for that. Everything else was B or higher. Uh, after that, got another you guard. Got I, got a, I got a quarterback. I got. I ended up picking up a center and uh, a guard in the draft. So. Yeah. Chris says second round we'll get one of the top centers. I think. Hope so. I wouldn't mind taking a second on a center. We need it or a left tackle. Yim says, I agree, Steve, unless they are that dude. But as a running back, they just cost too much for what they produce. Yeah, the value of a running back is gone. Although, although, with the fact that the running game has been making a return over the past year or so, you may see value start to go back up again. There's, there's not, a few. Yeah, yeah for the, if, you, if you can catch. Yeah. You can catch like a motherfucker. You more receiver than running back. Still- the defenses have become so oriented to stopping us that we've ended up attack these defenses, and it's worked. Yeah, I mean, if you're di- if you're dynamic back, you know, yeah, you should get signed. You should get drafted early, and I think Bijan Robinson from Texas is going to go in the first round somewhere. He's one of those top tier backs that everyone seems to like but there's not a lot of them there's not a lot of them i don't know but this is a great episode everyone we had we talked about a lot of stuff today man lots of stuff yam says phil absolutely but right now running back by committee game is better it's cheaper for a lot of people i'm fine with that just make sure you got talent back there that can that can contribute yeah ricardo says we're not drafting a lineman first round maybe second round yeah I'm, i'm down with that but Yam also says you got to specialize in the downfield running, guys that specialize in screens, short catches, guys that focus on blocking, short yard, like an old fullback position. That's a yeah, old school. Bring That's back the fullback. Bring back the fullback. Why? Bring give me Darrell Young back. all day. Give me Darrell Young. Give me a fullback. Give me an Mike H-back. Sellers. Give me Mike Sellers. Mike Sellers, the prototypical H back. Yeah. How fully was that way too? Yeah. 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 A tight end who can who, who's mobile but it can block. Give me, give me, give me. Backfield. 
Give me that. Bring that back. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Hey, thank you for everyone who tuned in tonight. Uh, this was a great show. We 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 talked about uh, all the cuts with the cuts for Wentz, McCain. We talked about franchise tag with Deron Payne, re-signing Eifler, Wild Goose, the coaching moves, Zampezi getting a new made-up title, uh, Dan Snyder's fifty-five million-dollar credit line, and stuff. Ron talked about the interview, and then we just did a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, lightning round. Should we re-sign our unrestricted free agents or not? And it was great doing it with you guys. Couldn't ask for a better crowd to do it with. And thank you for, for those who, who joined us. Uh, Ricardo in the, live in the chat. Chris McDaniel. Uh, Marcus Edelin. Yam. You guys were here from the beginning. Thank you so much for, for kicking with us today. Um, great times. Always good to, 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 to chat with you guys. Um, shout outs before we close out, everybody. Uh, shout out to my Knicks. Nine straight. Yeah. Nice. Nah, yeah, like, doing okay. I hate to see I'm it. I'm telling y'all, man. I'm trying to tell y'all. See it. When Mitch comes back, everybody gonna win again. I hate to see it. So I hope y'all lose soon. <laughs> Shout out to anybody else who's gonna be like me watching AEW Revolution on Sunday night because I will be staying up late, going into work, tired as all hell because those pay per views never end before midnight. You know, AEW AEW is coming to DC, Phil. I don't know if it, I think it's Capital One. They do both. They'll do Capital One sometimes, and sometimes they'll do DC Entertainment Sports Arena down yeah. in St. Elizabeth's. Okay. Um, and you can get good crowds at both. DC, the thing people realize is DC has always had an interesting space in pro wrestling because it sits around the border between the old Jim Crockett and NWA uh, territories and the old wwf wwf capital wrestling territory from the northeast it bordered right dc right dc and um and baltimore so you used to get big crowds for both and you didn't get that back in the day yeah so it's always dc's always been a hotbed for wrestling it was one of the few places that you would get multiple uh promotions running tv shows in the same market that's why yeah. one of the reasons why i'm a big wrestling fan i grew up in dc I had WCW Worldwide and NWA. Uh, before that, they had the NWA show. And then I also got to see WWF Superstars all in the same weekend. Yeah. You get so much pro wrestling in your life, you're going to be a fan. And yep. That's why I'm a lifelong fan. Yim says, love the show, my guys. Hope I can join in more soon. Yes, man. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, Ricardo, so this is the time we break down. We just kind of talk about anything for the last couple minutes, as if you haven't already noticed. And he said, shout out to Damian Lillard. My man did some work the other day damian lillard still got it still he ain't a young it. buck anymore he's he, he still got it shout out to dame putting up numbers i'm gonna watch yeah. cocaine bear and uh probably creed three this weekend both so yep yam says also watch the xfl they need it football's been good outside like two games so far hey defenders are yeah. two and oh shields up baby hashtag defend dc our defenders are putting in work i think they're back at home this weekend so. and look that's a team they're winning by ground and pound they are of the top five rushing leaders in the league three of them are defenders yeah chris says always interesting and enjoyable very entertaining hanging out with y'all talking football hey feelings mutual chris we love him man people will forget that batista aka levathian Le- 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 is a he is you know what Yam right there just showed he's a mark. That's that was what he was in OVW before he went to WWE. When he was getting trained by Jim Cornette. 
it was Leviathan, the demon yeah. of the deep. He had a completely shaved head. And Remember that movie? Jacked up. Pretty good movie, by the way, Leviathan. But yeah, I know. Ricardo, said, Ricardo says he's in the DMV. And he's a Portland fan. Oh, so you don't have. You're not a Wizards fan, man. You don't feel our pain, so that's okay. You do like the defenders, though. I, I dig it. Marcus says later, family dev. Try to avoid Corey Sanchez about Louisville basketball. Oh my god, he's been killing me. Corey's been killing me, bro. Yeah, he kills me when I do talk to him. He kills me, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just see this. No lie, happened. This no lie happened. There was a dog show at halftime it literally pooped on the court that's how bad we're playing there's literally dog poop was on the court that was had more entertaining stop, than the, than the, than had the team. to stop to fix the dog poop issue on the court bro that happened in a game ain't, ain't this dog supposed to be trained like you know not to take a dump on the I don't know to dog know how to juggle but can't not poop <laughs> oh man Hey, thanks for tuning in, fellas. We we went a little long today, but that's what happens when you're talking great topics with with good people uh, here with with Dev and Phil and you guys in the chat. So tune in next week. Next week, should we tell you? Boring breaking news. We have a top five five. Tuesday coming out next week. We're gonna go live on Thursday. We think. Top five Tuesday on Thursday. It's going to be a very polarizing topic. Non sports. Top five porn stars. Get your no, mics. Get your five. mics, your pens, and your pads ready because we're talking top five rappers of all time. Top three top girls. Five rappers of all time on Thursday. So we hope to see you all there. It's going to be a great, great show. Top, Probably top a very, uh, a very argumentative show. <laughs> So I got a feeling we're gonna we're gonna butt heads on some of these opinions. So that's what we're doing. Top five transformers, yam, locking it in. We will do that one day. We will do that one day. We'll do that one. That's a good one. Okay. Two transformers. Optimus Prime and and Rodimus Prime. Megatron. Bumblebee. Yeah. Bumblebee and the racist Jamaican. Remember fat ass Orson Welles ate himself to death doing that damn movie. No, yeah. you're not. All right. As always, thank you. We out. Peace. Inhale. So See you.